Welcome to the Undefeated Podcast with Sara. Did you know that you don't need to live feeling defeated in any area of your life? I believe a huge part of us learning to live from the place of victory is learning to see from God's perspective and discern what's heaven's agenda in this particular season in your life and in the world around you. In this podcast, we will practice discerning what God is doing, both regarding our individual journeys and corporately, so that we can partner with Him in seeing His kingdom come and will be done right now on earth as it is in heaven and live our lives undefeated. Hello everybody, hope you are having a wonderful week. We just finished our very first week of BSSM for the school year with second and third year students. So it's very exciting to get started again, even though there has to be lots of adjustments and we're wanting to honor our city. So we are still practicing social distancing and masks and all that stuff and But even in the midst of uh, all the craziness, it's just so amazing to see the new things that the Lord is doing. And uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I talked about the new song that the Lord is releasing and the new dance that he's releasing. And I believe that we get to be part of ushering in the new things that God is doing through our songs, through our dance, through our creativity. And God is in the business of bringing things into the right alignment with his heart and into alignment with heaven. I think it's awesome that one of my favorites, uh, Chuck Perry, who is the Healing Rooms director here at Bethel, he also recently released a book called Alignment. And I think it's very prophetic, even the timing of this book coming out right now. And God often speaks to me through different circumstances in life. And some of you know that I have been wearing Invisalign for nearly two years now, which are like invisible braces. And my my bite was so off that I've been getting headaches and ear pain because of that. And uh, so it's been a long process to bring things into alignment. And and I've been actually, I've been praying for alignment in every area of my life and in my surroundings whilst I've been wearing those trays in my mouth. But I am finally done with the last part, which was the daytime retainers that I had to wear for three months. So I finished yesterday and I am so excited, you guys. Uh, it's a newfound freedom because with the Invisalign and with the retainers, I was supposed to be wearing them 22 hours a day, which meant only two hours of eating or drinking coffee per day, which is crazy. And I have to admit, I didn't always quite make it. <laughs> But right now, when I don't have to have the trace anymore during the day, 
it's amazing that I can just go grab a coffee or have a bite of chocolate or a snack at any point. I feel like doing it without worrying about do I have my toothbrush and going through the whole hassle of yanking the trays out and putting them back in. And it's incredible. And also what's incredible is that my headaches and my ear pain are gone because they were due to the wrong bite. And of course, I have a new smile, which is wonderful too. And I'm very excited about that as well. And uh, so I, I feel like even that process is it's so so fun to see God's timing and, and how I specifically feel like God is like finishing the alignment that even right now my alignment with my teeth is done. It's finished. And also another new thing that I kind of... um tried for the first time in my life these past couple of weeks is that I went to see a chiropractor and got some adjustments for my back because I have had this reoccurring uh, pain in my upper back and in my neck um, and so I've, I decided finally that I, I'm gonna get x-rays taken and I'm gonna see if there's anything that can be done about that and um, and even with that like I have had three adjustments now and my like the mobility range of motion for my neck is so much better and it's amazing when things are starting to come back into alignment and and the pain is leaving and (laughs) and I, I was thinking about the process in this how so often it can feel scary to do new things or um and even the process of getting things into alignment, it's not always a fun process. Um, and typically, as human beings, we are we're comfortable with what we are used to. And we don't see the bigger picture. And, and it's sometimes hard to step out into the new. And even when it means that things are going to be better. And we may not even realize how much better it is until after we have come back into alignment whether it's physically or spiritually in alignment with God's heart, we're like, oh my gosh, how did I live that way before? Like now that everything is in alignment, I, I feel like I'm alive again and everything feels so much lighter and better and brighter. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, but sometimes we have to be pushed out of our own comfort zone and out of the old into the new, because it can be hard to let go otherwise. And I was thinking about that whole process, even with my housing situation. I moved houses a few months ago and I did not want to. I loved my old house. I lived together with three other girls and it was one of my favorite neighborhoods here in Reading. Um, I absolutely loved the place. It was so hard for me when I first found out that I had to move out. I did not want to do that. So I I was kind of trying to come up with other ideas how I could still stay. But it was it was definitely time to go. And and I didn't really have my hopes up or high expectations. I wasn't expecting an upgrade. I thought I can't find anything as great that I already had. But God had other thoughts. He actually had a way better fit for me for this new season. And now looking back, I am so thankful that I had to move because I would have never got my new place 
unless I actually had to move out of my old. And my, my new place, it really has been more than a dream for this season. It's a, it's a brand new housing area. All the condos here, they are built like after 2019, after the car fire. And so everything is new and beautiful. And um, the condo that I, I live in, um, there's an elderly or they are not old couple, but you know what I mean. They are older than me. <laughs> people who own the condo and, and there's another girl who's renting a room. All wonderful people, even for the sake of community, it's been absolutely wonderful and but I also got the the master bedroom which is upstairs and I call it my upper room like it is wonderful I have had so many encounters with the Lord in there and the space that I have that I have so much room to dance and I have like not just one but two walk-in closets <laughs> and my own bathroom and my own shower like I have never had so much personal space in my life and and even like some of the encounters that I have shared in the previous episodes like the time um, when Jesus walked into my room when I was in that place of being partly still asleep partly awake and um, that experience of his grace that grace space like that happened in my bedroom in my upper room <laughs> and uh, um and I am just so, so thankful for this new place that the Lord gave me. And uh, a similar story when it comes to getting from the old into the new is uh, also with my car. If you have known me for a while, uh, <laughs> I have I, my, my previous car, I named him Lazarus. <laughs> he, um, he was a Honda Civic 95 which I got from my brother, my wonderful, awesome brother, as a gift after he moved out of town. And I've had him like nearly a decade, actually. And I loved this car so much. But he really lived up to his name, Lazarus, because uh, <laughs> he got resurrected so many times. So um, the name that I gave him was perfect. Uh, <laughs> But even when it came to the point that I realized that, okay, it's probably time to let Lazarus go be with Jesus, um, I was feeling very emotional and sad about the fact that I I had to let go. And I, I had connection with that car, you know. <laughs> and even though it had things that were wrong, I knew the things that were wrong. I, I knew its challenges. And so it was a very emotional process to let go. And I... It, I waited till like the last minute when it started to be like unsafe to, <laughs> to drive it until I'm like, okay, I have to get something else. And it was a little bit of emotional and even scary process because I had never bought a car in my life. So I wasn't even sure like what I should be looking for. And of course I prayed and I got some advice from friends and, but it was still emotionally like, little felt a little unsafe I'm like I don't quite know what I'm doing but I found this car his name is Enoch um I love Enoch so much uh you know how in the old testament it says that Enoch walked faithfully with the Lord until the Lord took him so he actually never died so that's even better named them Lazarus uh it actually says Enoch lived for 365 years until the Lord took him. 
So my new Enoch, my car, is gonna live for a long, long time and gonna walk and run faithfully with me and with the Lord. <laughs> and uh, he, by the way, he's a Toyota Corolla and he's 2015. So he is 20 years younger than Lazarus, which is incredible. But, uh, and I, I just, I love the fact that I, I have a car that I don't need to get nervous about. Like, is it going to take me from place A to place B? But <laughs> the process of getting this car, oh my gosh, like I, I was feeling all these emotions. And I, I remember when a friend of mine drove me to the dealership to, to buy the car and she asked me on the way that, hey, do you have 100% peace about this? about buying this car and I kind of looked at her and said absolutely not (laughs) I definitely do not have 100% peace about buying this car it's the most expensive thing I ever bought in my life (laughs) and uh, um, I didn't have that like emotional peace like feeling feeling uh, all goofy and sweet on the inside and peaceful um but i was thinking about like i know i need to do this i just have this knowing on the inside that i need to take the risk i need to step out and i was thinking about like faith how faith is so much like that that it's not the absence of fear and faith is not typically it's not that emotional sense of like oh i feel so peaceful but it's faith is aggressive faith moves forward even when we might feel fearful and even when all of our emotions may not be aligned but when we feel that god is saying something it's that steps of obedience it's that we are actually stepping out regardless of how we are feeling emotionally and i think that's a word that the lord is wanting to release even more corporately like i think there are some areas where we all need to step out and stop waiting for some sort of uh, emotional peace <laughs> until we act and step out and move forward into the new things that the Lord has for us. And Because I honestly feel like there are so many things I would have never done if I had been waiting for that emotional peace to come first. <laughs> and of course, I know that there are times when God is also wanting to lead us with His peace. But his peace does not always mean that our own emotional life is in some sort of a blissful place where it's just hovering. And <laughs> um, But it's more like we, we feel his presence and his, in his presence is that peace. So um, being able to differentiate those two, being able to step out in faith into the new, even when it sometimes feels scary and you feel a little unsettled about the fact that you don't know how the next thing is going to be like. Um, and uh, I, I was just recently reading from Luke 5, uh, from verses 37 to 39. And I'm going to read this for you guys from the Passion Translation. This is Jesus' words. Um, he says that, And who pours new wine into an old wineskin? If someone did, the old wineskin would burst and the new wine would be lost. New wine must always be poured into new wineskins. Yet you say, the old ways are better 
and you refuse to even taste the new that I bring. So this is a bit of a sobering word. <laughs> um, funny to use the word sobering when talking about new wine, but anyway, <laughs> uh, what I mean is that it really like it brings that good kind of conviction at least for me, like this sense of like, God, I don't want to resist, resist your plans. I don't want to resist the new things that you're wanting to pour out just because I'm so comfortable with the old ways and the, even the ways how you used to move in my life. Like I want you to mold me and make me into that new vessel in however you want to use me in this season to carry your presence and carry your wine to other people and and just fully give permission for you to rearrange things on the inside for me and and let me grow and um and just yeah like fully surrender fully surrender to your ways to your heart in whatever ways you want to move in this season and i know that sometimes we may have also the fear of like, oh, oh, if I'm embracing the new thing, maybe I'm somehow not valuing the old things or maybe I'm dishonoring the things that were in the past season. And, and I just want to break off that lie because that is a lie because we can at the same time be fully valuing what God has already done and fully valuing the old things whilst we are also embracing the things at present and that is actually a way to value the old is that we are embracing the present because the the moment we stop growing that's the stop when we actually start dying on the inside and even the old things die uh even the things that the lord has already built so uh we are actually honoring the past by being able to move into the new things and i was thinking about the fact that i I have new third-year interns. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I should call them students. We, we're supposed to call them third-year students now. So they are these are BSSM students from Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry who are full-time under my pastoral care and who I'm leading and mentoring this year. And, and I have had so many incredible third years on my teams and... Um, and sometimes it can feel like, oh, like, I don't want to let go of the old ones. <laughs> and uh, But it doesn't mean that I'm letting go of them in a sense that I'm forgetting about them. I'm actually really valuing what they have poured out by bringing the new things to build on, on the foundation that they have already been laying in the past. And, and God has been speaking to me, especially these past couple of years, through the names of my third year students and and I think they are very they've been very prophetic um a couple of years ago um I had a third year named Joy who literally is Joy manifested <laughs> she carries and brings so much joy but also that whole year it felt like the year was about joy and I had actually I had got a word before I chose her uh, through one prophetic minister, John Pauls, he, he had said, not a personal word to me, but he, I was in a corporate meeting and he looked straight at me when he said that uh, 
in order for you to step into the new things that the Lord has for you, you need to embrace the joy of the Lord. That, that wasn't the exact phrase, but, but the point was like, you won't be able to step into the new things unless you embrace the joy that's set before you. <laughs> and I, I, I actually, in that meeting, I had literally thought about asking this girl named Joy to come on my team. And I, I kind of laughed on the inside because I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's both literal and, and it's spiritual too. Like I need to embrace joy to enter into the new creative things that the Lord has for me. And it ended up being that that year was so like, the theme was all about joy. Like there was so much joy that was released. And then uh, last year, I was feeling that the year was going to be about victory. Um, and it ended up being literally about victory, even with my own immigration process. I have been in that for several years already. And I finally got my green card and the whole victory theme was everywhere. Even like Bethel Music had the victory tour. And and that's when I felt like, oh, I, I need to ask Victoria, who was one of my dancers, if she would be my third year. And, and she said yes. And it ended up being like that the year was really so like evolving about, around victory and the theme of victory which was just so, so powerful. And, uh, and this year, so it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm somehow leaving joy and victory out of my uh, world. Those are, are permanently going to be part of my life. But uh, I was praying and I felt like the Lord was saying that this is going to be the year of glory. This is going to be the year of my manifest presence where you get to partner with my presence like never before. And um, that's when I thought like, oh my gosh, I need to ask Gloria, who was one of my dancers, to, to be my third year this year. And I, so I knew the theme even before this girl had accepted the invitation to do her third year with me. And, and I'm, I'm really excited and I'm believing that this is going to be the year of glory and the year of God's manifest presence. And, and actually my, uh, my two other third years this year, I believe their names are prophetic too. And my, all my three third years are so powerful individually, but even together, I know that they're going to be so much stronger. So one of them is called Deborah, and I, I believe that that's prophetic the same way as uh, Deborah in the Old Testament was a prophetess. I, I believe that we are receiving an upgrade in the prophetic this year, being able to hear God's heart and communicate his heart in, in such uh, deep, deep ways. And my third, third year, his name is Michael. And I believe the same way as the archangel, Michael. Um, it says in the scriptures that he's leading the armies of angels. And I believe that we are going to get to partner with the angelic. Also in a very tangible new way. And as God is bringing us into alignment with each other. And, and also into alignment with his heart. And uh, I also... I believe that the whole thing about coming into alignment with God's heart this year um, is a huge part of it is like our own hearts actually coming into a place of alignment and connection with him. And I was reading Psalm 139 verses 23, 24, and I want to read it to you guys from the Passion Translation. God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me. 
put me to the test and sift through all my anxious cares. See if there is any path of pain I'm walking on and lead me back to your glorious everlasting ways, the path that brings me back to you. And this is my prayer for all of us, that we would allow God's gaze into our hearts, bringing everything into that place of alignment with his heart, uh, that place of such deep connection, back into that place of connecting to his ways, his will, his heart in every area. And I was also thinking about the um with the alignment i i keep seeing the numbers 11 11 in lots of places actually right before i started uh getting things ready for this episode i looked at my phone and it was 11 11 on the 11th <laughs> and uh um it made me think of proverbs 11 11 that says um through the blessing of the upright city is exalted but by the mouth of the wicked, it is destroyed. And with that verse, like thinking about the power that's in our words, the power that we have to bless or curse with our words, but how even with that, like it all starts from the heart. It starts from that heart alignment. And so when our heart is so connected with the Lord's heart, the blessing is going to come out of our mouth because it's out of the overflow of the heart that our mouth will speak and that we don't even need to be so like consciously all the time trying to guard our mouth when we are actually guarding our hearts and when we are making sure that our heart is in alignment with the Father's heart. And I I just want to pray over you guys right now. I, I thank you, Jesus, that you are... You are our heavenly chiropractor. We give you permission to bring us back into that place of alignment with the heart of the Father. Yeah, we welcome you to come and adjust anything that's even slightly out of place, even slightly out of alignment. Yeah, I, I welcome you to come right now and put things back in your order. Yeah. We welcome the new things. We welcome the new wine that you are pouring out. Lord, we want to be those vessels that, that you can mold and make in any way you want to. We say yes to you. We say yes to all of you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And I bless you guys this week. Have such a great week and I bless you with encounters with God's heart like never before. All right, bye for now.